Think on your feet for our Fast and Curious 5K, a -a one-of-a-kind race hosted by WBEZ and the Chicago Sun-Times on Saturday, July 27th at Humboldt Park. More info and early bird registration at wbez.org slash events. I'm Sasha Ann Simons, and this is Reset. It's early voting season. Now, in many places in Chicagoland, voters are already able to cast a ballot at certain sites, with a wider expansion of early voting coming soon. Now, whether you're a longtime resident or you're new to the area, we've got you covered on where to vote, how to vote early, how to vote by mail, and so much more. I sat down with Max Bever, Director of Public Information at the Chicago Board of Elections, for more on early voting in the city. Here's Max. Election Day is here again. I know we just celebrated Groundhog Day, but it seems (laughs) like we've got another Election Day Mm -hmm. uh, just around the corner. But early voting is now open at two downtown sites. Our super site that's over 100 different voting machines. That's our big voting community center at Clark and Lake at 191 North Clark. And also at our offices at 69 West Washington on the sixth floor. So if you want to get a head start and do your civic duty, early voting is open now. It's going to expand to all 50 wards. We've got a site in every ward on Monday, March 4th. Nice thing about early voting is that you can go to any of those sites if you're a voter in the city of Chicago. If you're in the first ward and want to vote in the 50th, you can do so. Yeah. And vote by mail is open, and that uh, deadline is March 14th, so you still have time if you'd like to vote by mail. Uh, so you can go to our website, chicagoelections.gov, to sign up for that. You can also join the permanent vote by mail roster. Uh, this is becoming increasingly popular uh, thing with voters. Uh, you can sign up to receive your ballot ahead of every election. Yeah. Uh, for this primary, we've got over 104,000 people signed up on our permanent roster that are going to receive their ballot. Nice. And so these uh, these two super sites that are in uh, that are in that are open up now. Uh, when can Chicagoans go? Like, what are the hours? So it's nine to six on weekdays. It's nine to five on Saturdays and ten to four on Sundays. And uh, after March 10th, those uh, weekday hours are going to expand to 7 p.m. So um, if you've got uh, lunch hour or want to uh, take a little trip to downtown, uh, Clark and Lake is pretty easily accessible uh, CTA station right there, too. So you've walked us through some important dates and deadlines there, Max. March 14th and 19th are big dates that we should keep in mind, especially when it comes to applying for mail-in voting as well as sending in the actual ballot. Right. How can folks check if they're registered to vote? We uh, ask everybody to check your registration ahead of time. You can go to ChicagoElections.gov. If you're a voter in the city of Chicago, go to your voter information page, uh, enter in your information. It's going to check, uh, confirm that you're registered to vote, but also where you're registered to vote. If you've moved or if you've changed your name, you'll need to get that updated before Election Day. Uh, you'll also can see your sample ballots on our website. Uh, it is a primary election, so uh, yeah. you're asked to choose a party ballot. Those current ballots for this election are Democratic, Republican, Libertarian, but only in four wards, the 1st, the 5th, the 36th, and the 38th, and also a nonpartisan ballot, but that's only going to contain referendum questions. And since there's a citywide referendum question, there is a nonpartisan ballot in every precinct of the city. I see. So for the people voting for the very first time here in Chicago and in Illinois, what are the basics that you you would say that they should know? 
Well, thankfully, it's easier to vote in Illinois than ever. And we also have same-day registration. So if somebody that you're talking to is worried that they've moved or they haven't updated their registration or they're not even registered to vote, right. they can get registered to vote even on Election Day. So if they go in person to any early voting site or their precinct polling place, as long as they bring two forms of ID, they can get registered to vote. They can make that name change. They can make that address change as needed. So this is a primary election, uh, which is uh, getting a little less popular with voters. It's asking you to pick that primary political party ballot. Um, you're going to choose the candidates that you want to see go to the November election. Mm -hmm. So we're going to be voting on a lot of these candidates again when we get to November. But, you know, March 19th is not that far away, and it's something that's in the middle of winter. Uh, you know, could be warm, could be cold. We uh, have no idea. We have no idea with this winter. <laughs> but ultimately, that's why early voting and vote by mail is becoming more popular with many voters, because you can vote on your own time. Uh, you can do your research. You can look into the candidates. You can look into the citywide referendum question mm -hmm. and uh, uh, feel comfortable when you're going into that voting booth. Yeah, let's talk a bit more about the ballot, right? What, what voters are weighing in on this time around? What more specifics can you share? Sure. So uh, depending on the party ballot that you are choosing, uh, voters are picking their candidates for president. They're picking them for important countywide offices like state's attorney. Uh, you're getting your local state legislator, your state senator. But there's also a really rare, uh, there's a rarity on the ballot this time around, which is a binding citywide referendum question. Yeah. Voters are often used to seeing referendum questions that are non-binding. They're more of like taking a temperature either at the precinct level or a citywide question that the city sends that says, hey, should we plant more trees. This is a binding citywide referendum question that's up to voters to choose and give uh, Chicago City Council authority to amend the real estate tax. Right. You're talking uh, about bring Chicago home. Uh, yes. And ultimately, um, this is pretty rare. Uh, the last time that a binding question was asked to voters was 1992, where they were asked to choose between the two different map referendums uh, after the 1990 census. And before that, we're not we I really haven't seen a lot of citywide binding referendum questions on the ballot and uh, whether or not they're successful. The last one was 1885. It actually created the Chicago Board of Election Commissioners, got ah. it out of City Hall. So it's been a very, very long time since a successful binding referendum question has passed. And it's an important one, too, yeah. that we think that voters should look at ahead of time. And again, if you go to ChicagoElections.gov and put in your voter information, you can see where your closest early voting sites are. Mm -hmm. You can see where your precinct polling place is. You can uh, sign up to vote by mail if you want. But you can also get those sample ballots so you can see exactly who is on your precinct ballot before you go to election day and feel comfortable and and well educated yeah um, heading into that booth. that's great how do you prefer to vote in person or by I, mail i just early voted yesterday okay. i was talked into it by the other board <laughs> staff and it feels good to get do you that not out normally of the way. do you not normally do I, it that way i really liked early voting but uh this last april municipal election i tried vote by mail for the first time and it was pretty darn easy okay uh, but i was an in-precinct voter for a very very long time before that thankfully you can take your choice all of them you know work the same exactly uh, uh, it's really up to your own preference, but, you know, it's 32 days away from the election now. So if you do, you've made up your mind and you want to get a head start, head on down to the super site at Clark and Lake, and it takes about five minutes. I understand there are audio ballots available in a number of different languages. That's right. In every early voting site and every precinct polling place, there are uh, touchscreen voting machines that also include an audio ballot. So the ballot uh, is going to be in several different languages in audio. Uh, let me see if I can remember all of these. It's Spanish, it's Chinese, it's Hindi, Polish, Korean, Tagalog, Urdu, Gurarti, uh, Russian, Ukrainian, and Arabic. 
And you got them all correct. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have a list here as well. Wow. Uh, and and at the site, can folks actually get assistance with registering or applying? All the things that you say are available right there. Can can someone help them fill out the ballot? Is that possible? No, uh, it is still a private ballot. Okay. So um, if you go into the booth, you are there independent. There is not going to be a poll worker or anybody else. But you can request, if you do need assistance, uh, somebody who is not your boss or union representative or um, necessarily from a campaign uh, to, to help assist you. Otherwise, uh, there is uh, registration services mm -hmm. and everything else at every precinct polling place and early voting site. So if you have a question about your registration or need to make that change, you can do so right on site. Uh, and, uh, and folks can expect to receive their mail-in ballots when? Once they apply? So all ballots are in, uh, starting to go out in the mail. Okay. Uh, there was a slight delay with the Democratic uh, primary ballots due to some last-minute court activity. But those are starting to be shipped. Uh, they started being shipped yesterday. They'll get um, going today, too. So if you have requested a vote-by-mail ballot or if you are on the permanent roster, you'll be getting that ballot in the mail soon. And when you sign up, you'll get an email when it's sent. Uh, and when you fill it out and send it back, you'll get an email when you get it received back. And then ultimately, when it's tabulated for election night, it'll be confirmed your ballot has been counted. And final chance to get any message out that you want to uh, share with folks before I let you go, Max. I know you said the turnout's a little slower so far. It's looking that way. So I'd like to see if Chicago, we can buck that trend. You know, we're, uh, us election authorities, we're often competitive with other places or across the state and the country. But if we're looking across the country at some of the primary turnouts, we're seeing a little less vote-by-mail applications than we saw even for the municipal election, which is giving us hints that it might be a bit lower turnout year. And primaries are tough for people. You're asked to choose a party ballot. Mm -hmm. You're going to have to vote again in November. But generally, presidential uh, years do see a higher turnout. That's usually in November. Uh, March uh, and the, the primary can really widely vary. T 2012, we saw only around 24% of the city turnout. Yeah. But 2016, we saw over 54% uh, of the city turnout. I think we're going to fall somewhere in the middle. But it is extraordinarily important. There are very important races on that ballot. There is that citywide question. So we'd say to people, please do your civic duty, get out there, and let's help get Chicago's voter turnout up so we can stay competitive. Yeah, a lot at stake this time around, for sure. Max Bever is the Director of Public Information at the Chicago Board of Elections. Early voting, as you heard him say, it's open now in the city of Chicago in five locations as well, in DuPage County, at the Lake County Clerk's Office, and at key locations in Kane, Kendall, McHenry, and Will Counties. Early voting will start in suburban Cook County on February 21st. Now, thank you so much for joining us, Max. I'm sure we'll be talking to you again very soon. Thank you very much. This conversation was produced and edited by Dan Tucker. Brenda Ruiz also produced and mixed the episode. I love having informative conversations like this. And if you do too, don't forget to hit that subscribe button, please. And thank you. That's it for this pod. Thanks for listening. We'll meet again this afternoon. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR.